Uh, hi folks. So this podcast may not contain explicit content, but we do use adult language and are occasionally drinking adult beverages, so parental guidance suggested, maybe like a PG-13 kind of thing. And on that, welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 5. So up to 5, yeah. Um, And before we check in with our our Wombat test subject, and we talk about goals a little bit this week, uh, I wanted to say that uh, we're back from Anthrocon. We are. And uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Now, I know you didn't keep up with your planner very much, because you were busy working. Yes. Um, Before we left, uh, we get our schedules on this giant spreadsheet. It's a huge thing, and it contains everybody who's going to be working security, all of their positions for the entire weekend. And it's a real pain to read, even online. So I took some time, and I printed out the schedule in a way that I could, uh, on a on the planner, lay flat and see just like a 12-hour shift with the entire crew at a time. This was really helpful. Instead of having to scroll through and figure out, okay, where's Saturday p.m. and where am I on this because I know I'm line 37 and then who are the people working with me and there are 70 some lines on this thing he also printed out one for me that was just Ursula's Anthrocon schedule Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday and Monday which was just the times I was working and And, the position yeah and I had one of those for me too and that really helped that helped a lot so that um, it was sort of cemented in my mind just preparing the document when I was going to be on and when I was going to be able to sleep and that was really useful. And I had no idea when I'd be on at any given time, so I could just pop up in the planner and look at it, and that was actually right. extremely helpful. And now that AnthroCon's over, I've removed those pages from my planner, because uh, I don't need them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because um, uh, they took up quite a bit of space, and I'm probably going to do this again next year, because it was a really easy, yes. and maybe I'll print up a couple copies for the crew so that uh, on, on 8.5 by 11 so that they can read them as well. Uh, because it was it was... I had people grabbing my planner to look at it. So I think that was pretty useful. Um, and so that was that was the extent. Now it's the beginning of the month, which means it's time for me to sit down in my planner and go over what my goals for the month are, what I plan to get done this month. Um, I'm a little late, but we were at Anthrocon, yep. and we're kind of unconscious for the like day we were home. Um, so I'm a little late behind that, but that's okay because I've got all month, and as long as I get it done beginning of the month, I can wrap my hand, my head around what I'm doing. Um, now you, my, my wombat test subject, um, <laughs> were saying you had some thoughts after last week's show about, about goals and why goal planning seemed very foreign to you. I... Okay, first of all, bear with me, because I'm going to try to say this in a way that doesn't come off like... You are a slave to linear thought, and I am a free spirit, because that's not <laughs> That's absolutely what I mean. not what you're after, yeah. No, but I don't really... Uh, my career, life, etc. has not <laughs> in any way proceeded according to linear planning. That's true. Um, I... Did not ever at any point say, I okay, I guess I was, I, I guess, you know, going to college and graduating, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure that counted as a goal so much as a, of course, this is a thing you will do. And like a friend of mine dropped out of college and I was like, whoa, wh- what? That's a thing you can do? Um, so my writing career came about largely because my buddy Deb was like, do you want a literary agent? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Actually, what I said was, what the hell? And she's never forgiven me for that. Um, okay, she never let me forget it. She's like, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my art career came about because a friend of mine was like, you can sort of draw a little, we should do a comic. And I was like, okay, uh, I can't draw that well. Give me a year to le- teach myself how to draw because I assumed that was a thing you could do. Yeah. I was correct that it is a thing you can do. I was perhaps a little over-optimistic about the time frame. That's fair. Um, so that never happened. But then later on, I was an illustrator because I had learned to draw and, uh, um, started doing comics again, sort of at random because I was just doodling and I put a word balloon on one and, and it was like, oh, hmm. I had been fighting with someone on the internet at the time. Uh. This is a regular (laughs) pastime for you. Yes. And, um, I... 
I started writing children's books because the agent that the friend got me was like, can you write a children's book? And I'm like, yeah, that seems like a thing I can do. Um, I'm working on Cryptic Stitching, a, a game now that right, I'm right. working on because a friend, because my buddy uh, Murr was like, you should check out this 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 cool thing, this cool game thing to make little choose your own adventure games. And I did, and it was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it, and then I sort of forgot about it, and then another friend of mine real recently was like, oh my god, you've got to finish this. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing I can do. <laughs> um, I do not I do not set myself these goals of I will do X, I will have a career in this, I have this long-term plan of X. I just kind of fall sideways into stuff, and I have done it often enough now that I more or less... Just accept that as long as I work, am working hard on things and following things that seem interesting, sooner or later it will be worthwhile. Fair, fair, fair. Um, Let's see if I can find. There was there was a note about that actually. That's not the one we we wanted. Um, I can't find the. I can't remember if it was an email or a comment on the podcast. We'll get to this one in a second. Um, but. Uh, uh, one of the listeners had written in and said that maybe something you could think about when you're thinking about goals is more along dog skull. Okay. Because we, we dog skull patch is a piece of property that I own uh, seven acres right. down the road. And I wish I could. I wish I had the email in front of me because I really want to give this person credit. Um, but uh, you know, preparing you you want to hunt deer on this land that is actually a goal. That's true. And so you have this goal of being able to hunt a deer come deer season, which is November-ish. Yeah, I really got to take the gun safety class. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the gun safety class you need to take. There's uh, You have to get the stand. And the hunting license. And yes. the hunting license. And so these are all, all steps into eventually picking up the phone one cold morning and saying, Kevin, get out of bed. It's time to come dress this deer. Okay, that's fair. You know, and uh, I can okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another one that may be similar is when it comes time to like right now. It isn't a plan, but uh, if you were going to put a greenhouse on it, which which I would like to do, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So your goal is to put a greenhouse on that property. Yes. Um, you don't have concrete plans around it, but it's it's something you really want to do. Um, and so these are these are some goals that are actually applicable to you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, my goals are... Everybody seems to always think professional goals, and right. I'm like, I have none. I, I am doing things I never expected to do, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, well, one of my goals um, <laughs> that I was putting down for this month, as I was starting to plan out my month and uh, figure out what was happening when, uh, was to build up a buffer of these episodes hmm. because we've got a lot of travel coming up in August and uh, for Worldcon and for Bubonicon and there's a good chance that I'm either going to be tired or it's going to be very difficult to record while on the road although one of the things I put down as a, a something I'd like to do this month is to schedule some interviews with people while we're at Worldcon mm, yeah. um, because that that's a great place because there are going to be people from all over the world, and I want to get so many different people's takes on what's going on. So that's like that—that's where my goals are. Not just the professional of I want to be a project manager, so I need to take project manager classes. Um, <clears throat> I want to make this uh, podcast as thrilling as well. Okay, maybe not thrilling, but as informative. Thrills, chills, planners. Exactly, but uh, as informative as I can uh, for the listeners. Yeah, and that means getting more than just. Um, you know, gurus and, and whatever. And I love having on people who are like, I'm not really organized. And then we find out that secretly they are. Or at right. least they have, or they, they, they are more organized than they, than they think they are. Liz, they for example. Liz, yeah. for example. Um, thinking of that, uh, we have some letters this week. All right. Um, first up, I want to read this comment from, uh, Lydian, uh, specifically. Wait, wait, before we start reading the, mm -hmm. the email, since we don't have an interview, we're doing email this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there something you're going to do to me? Like, do I have to do something? I, well, you need to start thinking about your goals. Frickin' goals. Yeah, well, you know, we, I've given you some suggestions, but, you know, once you once you have that idea of, of having a goal um, and you write it down, then you can start working out the steps you need to reach the goal. I, I suppose I need another planner sheet for that. You can use a, a straight, plain piece of paper. 
You can use one of the. One yeah, of but the, I'll lose the piece of paper. paper. Well, you could you could use the. Um, uh, okay, actually, this thing already has a little this month's goal spot uh, in each of the. The oh wait, you've already replaced them, haven't you? Um, so it it may be yes. You need a, a page that looks like here on the um, June page right here where it says currently or whatever you you want uh, you want something for goals. The one I have in the journal I use. Here, let me bring up this page. So this we is a vault planner. This is my vault planner, but yeah, it says it's it's basically a page with a long checklist on it that says what am I going to make happen? June right? goals, yes. Yeah, so like for June, I had um, uh, start a new podcast. Hey guys, um, schedule the PM training, which I've had to push out again because life got in the way of being able to schedule it, and uh, maintain my bill schedule because I got a little out of whack earlier this year on my finances. Which reminds me, did you ever pay that one bill that those people called while you were driving about? Yes. Okay. Paid it today. Excellent. Because I had made a note that I was going to pay it today. Woo! So those those were my goals for June. July, I'm still working out, but it's, you know, bill, I've got build a buffer, schedule the training like I've been meaning to do for too long now. Um, I've got a work summit coming up later this month, so uh, there's some planning that has to be done around that. Um, those are going to be my goals for, for July. Uh, not all of them have a concrete plan. Uh, one of the things that does come up, though, in the Vault Planner that I really like is... Let me bring up that page. And By the way, if you're printing your own journal pages and using a disc-bound uh, notebook, get slightly heavier than standard printer paper. Uh, which reminds me, I have the cardstock. Yes. Well, we yes. can actually talk about this at some point when I have the stats in front of me. Right. But uh, I like the. Uh, mm -hmm. I would go at least forty pound and sixty pounds even better. Right. And you can just get that straight off the shelf in in blocks of like cardstock or HP. HP heavy printer heavy, yeah. paper. Yeah. Uh, this is dirt cheap Staples paper, so. And it's yeah. flimsy. Yeah. Whereas um, mine is nice and stiff. Yes. Okay, that's that's. I, I see how firm that paper is. Yes, um, so that got a little weird. It did. <laughs> um, so each month of the Vault Planner has uh, a challenge page. In this case, the thirty-one day challenge for July, where you fill in that for the next thirty-one days, I want to, and then I want to make this. Why you want to make? I want to make this happen because, and then my plan of plan of action. So this is forcing me to sort of that. PM. Let me look at this thing. Sorry, you can't yeah. see this internet. No, 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 no. But you can see samples of it at inkandvolt.com. Uh, they are not paying me to say this. This is just, I, I really like their product, and it's what I'm using currently. Oh, God. Yeah. There's a thing at the bottom that says, I fully intend to commit myself to this for the next 31 days, and then you sign. No, that's bullshit. Cult. It's a stop. cult. Stop, 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 stop. That, is, that, is, that works for me. It may not work for you. You don't have to put it on the bottom of the page. Okay. You remember Dare. I remember Dare. The, the, this is, Dare was a big anti-drug program in uh, schools in the eighties and nineties uh, in the U.S. This was part of the war on drugs. Um, I don't even remember what the hell it stood for. Um, all I remember is, is my stoner friends saying it stood for drugs are really expensive. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what Dare was uh, stood for either. Yeah, drug and something resistance education. I right, think. right. Anyway, they make you sign a little pledge, and I'm in sixth grade, you know. And and there's this, I pledge to remain drug free, and I and I signed it because everyone in the class signed it. But as I was signing, I was thinking, this is a load of bullshit, and this is the, the fact I signed this sheet of paper is not ever going to stop me from doing drugs if I plan to, um, and indeed. Later in life, I would prove to be correct um, because I know myself, and right. I, I, my signature on something matters if it's a legal contract. If it is a thing at the bottom, going the, the fact I fully intend to commit myself with a signature would. I, I'm sorry, that makes my skin itch. And that's fine. That it's okay if it works for you. I'm not judging right, you. Right, I'm right, just, right, right. So yeah, and it 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 helps. Because I'm, what I'm doing is, is psychologically, I think of it as a contract with myself. It's not a contract with the planner. It's a contract with myself that I am going to get this done. And um, now we get into the nobody tells me what to do, not even me problem. Exactly. Yes. So for you, this may not be, this is not the best approach. That, that would be the number one way to stop me from ever doing it. Uh, yeah. So, oh, I should write up a form that says, I promise I will continue to snore every night for the rest of my life, signed, and get you to sign that. No, wait. 
Um, yeah, okay. Anyway. Your, your puny attempts at reverse psychology would not fool the dog, let alone me. <laughs> Well, it didn't work on the kids either, so there you yeah, go. There you go. Um, but for for me, uh, it, it it doesn't force me into anything, but it sort of reinforces the idea that I'm I am making a commitment to myself that I want to get something done this month. Well, it, 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 right. It's awesome that it works for you and that you can like commit to stuff. Right. Commitment gives me hives. And why are, have we been together almost ten years, and why are you married to me? Uh, it, uh, because uh, you, you weren't clingy? You proposed to me, even. That's probably why. Yeah, okay. okay yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. you could have just walked, and so I was like, oh, I better lock this one down. <laughs> uh, so, I all right. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, um... Planners um, for people with aberrant psychology. <laughs> you know, um, and clearly it must work for a lot of people because they do this, and people buy planners, and maybe you know well, and, and people and, think and that's it's the a thing good idea. Is, so. is this is how um, the Vault Planner uses this because this is how the founder um, actually kept herself on track. So this is this is this is basically you know the way you're sort of designing your own planner. As best I can tell, the Vault Planner was what she was using herself, and then she marketed. So it's a very similar thing. Um, but why doesn't everybody just design their own planner? Because not everybody um, wants to go through all the trial and error. Uh, I know several people who are like, oh my gosh, uh, GTD is the thing for me, or no, it isn't. Um, bullet journaling is insanely popular because it's very easy uh, in its it's original, minimalist form. It's easy. It's very straightforward, and you can do it with almost any piece of paper. Did we get any angry emails saying "screw you"? I'll make my bullet journal pretty if I want to. We did not, uh, but I have some bullet journal emails too. Okay. Uh, I have a couple on that. As a matter of fact, um, our friend Jared Axelrod, yes, had posted specifically that after hearing the rants about it on the last show, uh, they were inspired to go and restart their bullet journal oh yay so I, I think that's yeah that's that's that was that was great to hear so so my goal for next week is to have goals exactly all right but <laughs> none of my goals can be accomplished in a month nothing important and that's nothing that i would be like is a goal is like a thing i can do in a month I'm, it's that's like a to-do list item yeah but that's fine right uh, the idea of a goal is not to have something that you can just finish and check off your list. I mean, the goal should be something big and something you want to work towards. Um, I have never had a five-year plan. You've ne that's fine. I've never had a two-year plan. That's fine. I sort of know what I'm doing this fall. You a little. Maybe know what you're doing next week if you're lucky. I know when my next deadline is. <laughs> That's the important one. Yes. And the, the, but the idea here isn't to have a goal, a set of goals with a concrete plan with a step-by-step, -step, this is what I have to do by this date to get it done. Um, goals can be much more loosey-goosey. Here's, it, it's to get you thinking about, you want to get, you, you want to get this thing done. You want to uh, uh, climb a mountain. You want to, you know, we want to make dog skull something a native that, plant habitat um, and right deer blammo range right it's actually i i mm. increasingly think it might be awesome to uh, be able to put up a tenant farmer on there but i need to hook up power and water and maybe put up a yurt right but the the whole idea is these are not things that you can just write a quick checklist and then go dun 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 um there are things on it that you can put down as a checklist like getting the water hook up and getting the electrical hook up once we have something to hook them up to um, You're going to make me tear down that house. Yes, I'm going to make you tear down the house. I'm not going to let you plant rose... What What? what did you Climbing want to, roses. Climbing roses until it was completely covered because someone or something will be in there when it collapses covered in roses and then it's... then, then there's liability issues. Ah. Um, anyway, okay. Anyway, yeah. Alright, so, so I have my mm -hmm. marching orders. Yep. Have a goal. Make a goal. It, or one or two, you know? Two goals. Jesus. 
you when you when you start thinking what what I found was when I started thinking about goals, um, some were really hard, and some it was just like oh yeah one two three four five six. If I just like were to sit down and go over the goals I want to accomplish, even if they're like bucket list lifetime things, um, those flow a lot more easier than if when I sit down for work and they're like, okay, what are we, what are the goals to accomplish this quarter? I don't know, I, because there's a, a higher expectation there, not this is something I'd like to plan for and be able to do some way. This is, this is something I have a very finite amount of time to get done. And so what is something that I can think of as, um, as, uh, you know, it, reasonable in that time period. And maybe next week we can talk about smart goals uh, which is a very specific, specific, measurable, actionable, um, uh, I can't remember, never remember what the R is. Really? What's that? Really? No. Um, specific. You're right, that was there. Right. Specific, uh, measurable, actionable, relevant, and timely. Smart goals. So professionally, a smart goal is a lot better than the I, I my goal is to write a novel okay what do I need to do to write a novel um, a smart goal is much more focused on something that you can get done in a, a reasonable amount of time that you can get you know and we can we can talk a lot about smart goals uh, we may have to because like I, I as soon as you say goals my <laughs> brain is like, Oh God! I, people are expecting me to know what I want to do with my life, and I'm 40, and I still don't know what I want to do with my life. I just keep doing things, and they seem to go well. But I mean, and that's fair. Like, like, I, it would be cool to go to India sometime. And uh, you know, and we've we've uh, we kind of did that with the. It would be cool to go to Africa sometime. Um, it will be cool to go to Tibet sometime, and we've already got. Even though it's not us driving it, that we're still part of something that we're going to go to Tibet, Tibet in a couple of years. I yeah, because when we start getting long term goals, basically all I come down to is make the world a better place. Do not die in a ditch outside of Walmart. And one of those is significantly easier than the <laughs> those other. Those are basically my life statement. Like like you said, like an artist statement. It was like well, yeah, what, yeah. What, what, what are they called? Action statements or um, uh, a a a personal mission mission sta- statement? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's don't die in a ditch outside of Walmart. Make world a better place. The make world a better place is much more towards the mission statement, whereas don't die in a ditch of Wal- at Walmart is more of a goal. But it, but actionable. <laughs> that is that is. <laughs> That is one of my missions: is to not die in right, the right, 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 right. And we'll we'll and we'll build all of this and 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 begin tying it all together as we progress. I'm a dig me a ditch on Dog Skull Patch. Yes. Do you plan on dying in it? Well, if I'm dying, I'll that way I can die there, not outside of Walmart. All right, we can work with that. Can we go to the letters now? We should do we should do a fancy segue and pause. Um. So there was another, there's a letter about that, too. We won't do a fancy segue this week. Oh, well then, um, uh, I'm getting hand gestures that say perhaps a, a, a fancy segue is necessary. So here's the fancy segue that should have music that we'll discuss later. Welcome back. Uh, someday we will have music there. Yes. And we, we had a letter actually asking for that, uh, kind of. So... We'll get to Lydian's email in a minute. First, we're going to read this one from Jen W. Um, uh, that says, I very much enjoy the podcast. My current system is some weird mutation of getting things done, Outlook tasks lists, and Habitica. It mostly works for my tech support programming day job, excellent, and raising kids at home, mostly. My job has a lot of OMG, do this right now, uh, exclamation, exclamation, one, one, exclamation, O-N-E, exclamation, exclamation, moments that make many systems throw up their hands and surrender. Oh, tell me about it. I'm in IT. I understand this completely. It's a very common problem in IT. Still, between work lists in our tracking systems and GTDs lists, things get done. One suggestion for the podcast, could you put music or some kind of audio cue between the Wombat Test subject, that's Woo. you... Uh, interview and wrap-up sections, that'd be shiny. It seems like a natural place for a sponsor ad, too. 
Thanks. Uh, thank you for writing in, Jen. Um, so, yeah, that is that's something... Uh, we were listening to podcasts while we were on the road, and that's something I was noticing about the ones Ursula likes to listen to in particular. Other than the fact that their voices are really calm and make me want to go to sleep, even though I'm fascinated by the subject. This subjects. was, uh, uh, I believe, Things You Missed in History Class. Uh, that one and... Um, the stuff You Should Know. Stuff You Should Know, yeah. Yes. I mean, they're they're great, they're informative, but uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe when you're it was on just... a long, long road trip and you're running on three hours of sleep and you're hungover. Uh, yeah, music to sing along peaceful. with. Yeah, music to sing along with is a lot better to keep you engaged than a podcast where it might be fascinating, but they're very calm about it. Uh, I will say what I like mm-hmm. are quiz show podcasts because, yeah. uh, like, uh, then I I am shouting answers at the radio and that keeps me very right. Engaged. Um, but one of the things they did really well was they had that little musical bit before they'd go and do an ad in the next segment. Yes. And so I was I was listening to that and thinking, you know, that may be something we should do. Yes. Um. So yeah, thank you. You should do. This is all you. Yeah. Um. I should do. Yes. Uh. Thank you, Jen. Um. And one thing I will recommend if you haven't read it. If you're in uh, an IT position and you're having to deal with that that big interruptive thing that you get with support and programming, but you also have tasks to track, you might want to read um, Time Management for System Administrators from O'Reilly Press. It does a nice kind of overview of like a hybridized getting things done and uh, ticket tracking system. Uh, made specifically for system administrators and programmers. And it helped me out a lot when I was a much more reactive um, environment that allowed for maybe some structured time of this part of the day is not for tickets and that part is. So that's that's that. Thank you for writing in. All right, so that was Jen. Um, next, now we'll get to the other one that I've been teasing, teasing at now. Um, so Lydian wrote in, to say, I feel this is, oh God, I forgot something rant. Um, I'm terrible about keeping up on my email. I finally got caught up on deleting stuff, so I should switch to inbox from Gmail. I was cleaning stuff out and found emails from eBay of stuff I sold and freaked out for a second because I couldn't remember if I had shipped it or not. Oh God, I I feel your pain intensely. Right? That is part of the reason. That, one of the things I did for my own mental health actually was offload my print business to, uh, to, to Podico because... I, just the oh god i've sold a thing oh god it's been two weeks oh god they th- they they oh god i'm going to die yeah. right um and one thing i will say is inbox from gmail if you're using your inbox as your to-do list um inbox for gmail is really designed around that idea because when you're done with something you just swipe it or you click it and it goes off your screen and suddenly it's not in here so it, it kind of turns your your email inbox into a great big to-do list um it also has a really nice feature where it'll categorize things. So if you've got things that are specifically promotions, specifically from social networks, it'll group those into bunches and then low priority things. So it's a lot with a, a little uh, a training into the system. It's really you say, okay, I am just going to mark everything from Facebook red and done. I don't have to worry about that. Anymore. And and what specifically is this again? Say this is inbox from Gmail. Okay. It is a a add-on if you're a gmail user you enable it as uh against your gmail account and it gives you this whole new interface this whole new way to do mail i use it on and off because sometimes i find it works really well and sometimes it just drives me insane um i will say it does not play nice with email clients that aren't inbox from gmail so if you're using it you're kind of committing to using google's apps and it doesn't like I loaded up in Thunderbird and instead of seeing my nice categories and all that, it's just a long wall of messages and that drives me insane. So, but that's me. Um, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, this is from Joe. Um, Kevin and Ursula. I've never been a productivity kind of person. For example, I had to read Getting Things Done as a new hire, oh, I'm so sorry, at my first software QA job, and I had Ursula's reaction. Don't judge me, book. No one tells me what to do. Woo! I'm pretty sure I sold it to half price. It wasn't company property. They gave every new hire a free copy. As soon as I left and didn't have to display it in my office anymore. Okay, that's fair. I salute you. Mm-hmm. 
But I do need a system. I'm absent-minded and beyond a certain number of responsibilities. It's impossible for me to keep all those metaphorical balls in the air. At my software QA jobs, I always relied on whatever CMS my employer provided. Content management system. Okay. Um, At my current job, though, my roles are too varied and have been proliferating for the last year, including a recent promotion, that's in air quotes, to de facto project manager. Oh, I feel your pain, Bob. Um... Despite obsessive note-taking and a desk covered in post-its, I couldn't keep up. Last week, envious of your apparent togetherness, and having heard you mention it on the podcast, I broke down and tried bullet journaling. This is, like, the perfect use case for it right here. Well, we'll see if if it worked, though. It only took me two days to decide it was exactly what I wanted. Yay! Unlike all of the Pinterest spreads you've mentioned with trepidation, mine is simple. Just the basic layout and symbols, and only one color of ink. It's perfect, though. It gives me a unified to-do list with plenty of space to write, unlike sticky notes. <laughs> uh, lets my TDL and my calendar interact without me having to use Outlook. Uh, to-do list, by the way. Um, uh, without me having to use Outlook, which struck me as awful for that purpose. Eh. Uh, makes it easy to move the to-do list items forward to the next day or the next month and doesn't wedge me into a pre-built system that then takes me a week to customize. I feel your pain there. It worked so well, I got another notebook and started a personal bullet journal a few days later. Long story short, you've inspired me to get more organized. Woo! And I think bullet journal minimalism might work for you. Or not. Your mileage may vary. Thanks for the show. All your shows, actually. You're welcome. Jeez. Um, I'm looking forward to, to more. This is what I like about bullet journaling. Uh, thank you, Joe. That's that's awesome, and I'm glad we're able to help. And this is what I like. He's going to be squeeing about this for days. <laughs> this is what I like about like pure bullet journaling. Like you go to the the bullet journal website, and it is bare bones. It's very minimalistic. It is very straightforward. I love that about it. Um, and it is something I want to try um, because it it might work for me. Uh, right now, I've got sort of a hybrid thing going on, uh, but I'm really glad it's working for you. And uh, thank you, Joe, for for writing in, and thank you for listening. Thank you all for listening. Um, Someday you're going to make me try bullet journaling, aren't you? Oh yeah, but just just the bare bones one. Um, Screw you! I'll draw elaborate calligraphy days if I want to. Okay. Um, all right. This one is from Alyssa. I have a question related to productivity that I hope Ursula might maybe be able to answer. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's go. Let's do it. My mom is an old school professional artist. She's a printmaker, mainly solar etchings these days and sometimes uh, mezzotints, who desperately needs a new computer but has been so burned by bad experiences that she's refusing to get one because she doesn't want to waste money on something that will be outdated and dysfunctional in a month. I'm curious as to what Ursula uses for her computer and how often she replaces her computers or has to buy new software like Photoshop. I also wonder if she prints any of the stuff she sells at home or outsources that part. My mom doesn't do digital artwork, but she uses Photoshop to make cards. People really love the cards and keep asking if they can buy packs of them, not realizing that it takes 20 or 30 attempts with a printer to achieve one usable card. If there exists a printer available to the average mortal capable of producing a clean image on cardstock without cutting off the image or smearing it with random lines or making part of the image weirdly and inexplicably green, I would love to hear about it. So I want to get my mom a computer that would work as an office computer allowing her to submit photos and documents to art shows. The 10-year-old Mac my high school buddy talked her into getting has never been able to send documents other people could open, even though she uses Office and Word, and run her Etsy shop, which would also be good for printing photos. Any ideas? Oh, we're getting into into hardcore tech here. Um, First of all, I do in fact have a printer at home um, that I run prints with. It is currently an Epson Photo Stylus R3000, which of course has probably been discontinued five minutes after I bought it. Um, I, I have the same problem with discontinuing with printers. As soon as I buy a printer, it becomes... Well, no, because the last two were R1900s, and so you got two out of that one before they discontinued. There was 1900, and then I bought an R2000, I think, and then they, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. okay, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the ink is expensive, and yes, you I fight with it. The smartest thing I ever did was to outsource most of my print business yeah. to Topotico. This is not necessarily an option for anyone who is not that they do comics. Specifically, they did me because I went to them on bended knee and said, help me, and they knew who I was. 
What you can do is find a print service. Um, honestly, uh, not Cafe Press. Um, doesn't Moo do some of that now? Moo, uh, maybe it's Cafe. No, it's Whoever, not Cafe who, Press. Who's the one who does business cards and postcards? And um, stuff? There's, um, oh, well, there's Moo, and then there's, oh, what is the name of the other one? I used to get my business cards. Yeah, I've got are, 50 million from them. They were cheap. They're cheap, and they right. they have good printers. I get all my postcards printed from them, and they're just dirt cheap. Yes. Uh, but and this isn't, it wasn't Moo you were using. It was somebody else. No. Okay, it, I have, uh, let me look I'm it up on my phone. I'm Cafe Press, and that's not right. It's not Cafe Press. Um. Um, and there's always like you can get 11 million, you know, discount codes, and they sell door hangers and all kinds of personalized crap. Yeah, because there was the thing where if you got their uh, Vista Print, Vista Print, yes, Vista, Vista, oh, yeah, you, Vista Print, yes, you get the name, you 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 get like a ton of free business cards by letting them print. You know, this is a Vista Print card. Go to Vista Print to to get your own. Don't do that. Right, don't but, do that. Pay the money. Uh, <laughs> but they do perfectly good. Uh, card uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, postcards. I get my postcards printed there. They look great. They're slick. And I, you know, a pack of a hundred costs, I think, eight bucks. And then as soon as you hit order, they're like, you can double this for another five dollars. And you're like, yeah, of course I'll do that. And then you wind up, you know, because that's how they get you. But you still wind up with 200 postcards that you then turn around and sell for two dollars or whatever. And right. in order to make your profit back, you have to sell ten cards. And, you know, everything is beautiful. Right. Um... I would suggest something like that for your mom, honestly. This will require a Photoshop and an interface. Here's where... Here's where it gets dodgy. Here's where it gets dodgy, and there is what I do, there is what other people do, and no matter what I say at this juncture, approximately a third of the internet is going to start screaming at their radio. <laughs> I use Mac. Pause for screams. Okay. Um... All of you who just screamed, well, that's your problem. You should be on Linux. Hang your head and be ashamed of yourself. Uh, an older woman doing mezzotints who is suspicious of computers is not going to boot Linux. And the other thing is the tools. And I, I use Linux desktops. I'm a Linux administrator as my primary means of, of, of living. There are good tools on there, but they're not designed for an artist. They're really designed around engineers. And... While they're good, they're not great. And while they can be professional grade, you have to specialize and learn a whole lot about them. Um, honestly, so, if all you, you Linux people screaming at me now... Good, scream at him. Yeah, scream at me. <laughs> but uh, the reality is that we're a lot closer to the Linux desktop than we were, but we're still not there. Um, Photoshop... I finally knuckled under and got their damn cloud subscri subscription, which yep. I I fought oh. that for years. A I, lot of grumbling I, over this one. I hissed at, like like a vampire confronted with a cross she did. behind a paywall, and um, <laughs> because I want to own software, I do not want to pay twenty five dollars for software a month for software that isn't mine. Yes, there's a whole thing there. We won't oh, get yeah, into yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. That being said, I finally did it, and it's really fucking slick, and I resent how slick it is. <laughs> like, sure, let me give you a live preview of this font. Oh, damn it. You know, oh, you want this here? It's super customizable. Put this here, put that here. I can make it look just like my old Photoshop, and it makes me angry how responsive it is. It's like... Uh, and they're rolling new features in really quick. They they roll new features in. Um, it's it's honestly it's pretty good. Um, so, god damn it. Uh, but you I have use, to have a machine that can run. And here's where I'm going to hand the floor over to Kevin. Kevin, what the hell do I use? So actually, you're well past what I would consider uh, um, the end of life of that machine. Oh, uh, the big one. The big one. Oh yeah. Um, the, the, the the big the one human. is a. Uh, this is like an older Mac Pro. It's the uh, which has been called the cheese grater. It's the the square tower with the silver sides with all the the vent holes in it. And I loaded you up on CPU, and I loaded you up on memory, so it's got something like 8 cores and 16 gig of RAM, which when we bought it almost uh, six, seven years ago now, 
Oh, at least. Yeah, uh, was was. Yeah, I guess it was six years ago. Yeah, was was. I mean, it was state of the art with a lot of forward looking. Um, it but is, it's still working. Yeah, it's still working. Uh, I think they phased out OS upgrades for it. So at some point we're going to hit that wall, and this is something I do not like about Max. We're going to hit that wall where things aren't where you're going to go. Okay, I need to put the new thing on. It's going to like you need to upgrade to the new version of the OS, and you're not going to be able to upgrade the OS on that hardware. And at that point, I will cry bitter, bitter tears and probably lay out the money for a new one. What right. is my laptop? Um, your laptop is a MacBook Air. No, wait, we got you a, a the the smaller Mac. MacBook this time around. Yeah, because I, I had to give my mom my old MacBook Air. Cause she right, right, but it's it's the 13, and it's I made sure you got the higher end of the 13. I can't remember the specific CPU, but when you're buying new equipment and you need it to last, I look at it as a three-year, so I uh, at minimum a three-year investment. So I buy the most the highest end piece of it I can. When I bought my, uh, I bought a Surface Book last year, which is great for me. All the productivity tools, boots, Linux, if I wanted to. Um, yes, it's Windows 10, but there were professional reasons for doing that. Um, and I got the, I think the next to highest one on the market because I didn't want to pay the the ridiculous amount of money for like a slightly bigger disc. I like Mac because uh, it's. Idiot proof. It is much more idiot proof than Windows. Right. I, I was on. I and I have. I have literally owned every system known to man, including Amiga, and and yeah. I will hear no ill spoken of the Amiga. Um, I uh, you know Mac PC. I was PC for a long time, and then the PC started to break, and I realized that I could not service it, and if I took it to like Geek Squad or whatever they are. They would have no freaking clue what was going on with it because it was an ancient, you know, home built thing. Home built, yeah, home actually, brew thing. My it's, ex it's made. It's sitting right under there. Yeah, and it was a rock solid machine. It was, it was, but it was it um, the the software requirements and the uh, the images and the resolutions that you're working on. You basically outgrew it, but you outgrew it after about five six years. Yeah, um, so I would say uh, five years is about my my turnaround on right. most machines. A really big, expensive one. I will. I and the thing is, I will use a computer until it falls apart under me. Right. I I feel no gadget lust. I, in fact, I am intensely resistant to gadget she lust. Is, oh God, it is so. Res- it, it 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 is sometimes. It took me. Um, I think we had been together for like four years before I finally said, oh, look, here's a birding app I have on my iPhone, and you broke down and got an iPhone over the flip phone you had. Yes, the only thing that drives me to upgrade my phone now, other than the one in my hand literally disintegrating, is if they radically improve the camera. And fortunately, we're getting to a point where they can no longer radically improve the camera because you just can't fit any bigger lenses in the little damn thing. Right. It's it's much more about improving the software processing that happens. Yeah. uh, I I I am very cheap. Yeah. So that's where the trade-off comes because the the Mac, and really we're we're getting into a lot of hardware discussions here, uh, but it, it is relevant to productivity because I always go for the best I can buy at the time with the thought that it is going to last me a minimum of three years. Sometimes more. Um, the laptop I record this on is, I think, four or five years old now. The MacBook Air I record, uh, we record Hidden Almanac on is actually, it. I think the disc is starting to give on it. So, um, But I, I go in with the idea that I'm buying the high-end stuff now knowing full well that the high-end stuff will last me longer and won't be obsolete, obsolete in a month. It's going to cost more. Not going to lie. It's going to cost more, but here's the business speak. The TCO, the total cost of ownership, the longer you own it, the less it actually costs you. And so that's that's just how I've, I've learned to think about it. What's the, what's the total? If I buy it for $3,000 now and it lasts me six years, that means it really cost me $500 a year. See, I think of it as ROI, return on investment. That too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I make art on the machine that I cannot possibly make any other way, etc., etc., uh, I can't run Photoshop on my laptop. Oh, I guess I can run Photoshop Yeah, on I think laptop. you might be able to with the, with the yeah. Creative Cloud version because it, it is a little uh, slimmer than the old uh, one. 
speaking particularly of printers, which is a topic near and dear to my heart. We both swear a lot at printers. Printers will freaking kill your productivity. Because, oh, God. like, I, I fight with that thing. Uh, it, I had a glorious two weeks when it worked like a charm, and then suddenly it was like, I don't know what this thing you put in me that you're claiming is the light magenta, but it's not. Uh, right. And I'm like, but it worked for two weeks. And it's like, nope, don't acknowledge it anymore. And, of course, I didn't have an old one lying around because I'd taken the trash out. And uh, I used to spend so much of my time running prints. And there is something about running prints that makes one increasingly hostile and crazed and furious. And maybe not everyone but certainly every human being I have ever encountered who has fought with a printer basically is just... There's something about the printer that puts you on this this ravening edge where you're just about to go on a killing spree within 30 seconds. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, the hardest part about my Red Hat Certified Engineer exams, uh, part of it is set up a print server that is going to print a test page to prove that you set up the print server. And... That's the one that always makes me angry because uh, the simplest, what should be the simplest thing is insanely difficult. Whether it's, um, I spent, I think, two or three hours fighting with the print drivers on my Windows box. And that's supposed to be plug and play, right? Uh, the Mac, yeah, it's, printers are just the devil. Hear, hear. Um uh, so, frankly, I would suggest not bothering with the home machine. In your mom's case, go to Vistaprint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, for, if it's for cards, do that. If you want large prints, uh, go set, you know, find someone else who will do that for you. These things can be done, but... We the, won't do it for you. Not, no, no, nothing, but the no. happiest, I, the, the best business decision I've ever made in my life was outsourcing the prints. And um, how many years did I tell you you needed to do that? Uh, Moving on. Don't we have more letters? <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, Alyssa, for your for your letter. I hope that helps. Um, actually, that's the last of them. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. Um, thank you, Joe and Alyssa and Lydian and um, Jen for your letters. Thank you, um, uh, Jared, for writing in and commenting on... I guess you've got a cross post going uh, because uh, they. I got the same comment on all three of my social media from them. Oh, excellent! Well, so yeah, know. yeah. Uh, um, maybe speaking of thinking of printers and outsourcing, maybe part of productivity is learning to have other people do the crap they can do infinitely faster that will make you batshit. Um. I think it. I think it comes into the uh, part of it's the financial argument, of of realizing. And I'm going to go on a slight tear. Artists in particular have a uh, a. I'm not going to say a stigma attached, but there. We. I think we talked about it last week. The whole getting paid for your work thing, in that artists tend to not necessarily think of their time as valuable, just the thing they output. That's fair. So, I mean... Also, there's a very strong, I have to be able to do this all myself thing. We're, we're practically like creative survivalists. Yeah, in a lot of ways. But there was there was a whole thing about, you know, how much of your time... How much does your... It, it took a while. How much does your time actually worth? Like, the time you don't spend writing that you do spend fighting with the printer, what's the what's the the trade-off there, you know, that five hours, which you could have spent writing or resting or playing video games or whatever, is and that not becoming a psychotic raging Wolverine of hate? Exactly. Um, you know, is it worth the profit that you made by doing prints yourself? Yeah. And I mean, I still do prints myself for shows, but not that many. No. And, no, no. uh, it's, yeah. it's, there's not a weekly, I have to run prints and then several hours of swearing and printing and swearing and printing. And then the day where you go mail it all and. Yeah. It, Cause I lost a day a week going into town to mail it. Right. Right. I mean, it's a lot easier now that the mail place is just around the corner, but, um. Yeah. But I still don't really go there. I go down to carry. Carry and load. And yeah. Like, when I sell pendants, I'm like. Mm -hmm. Here's 30 of them, bag them, box them, put it in my tab. Right. 
And but then again, you're outsourcing. You're not bagging and boxing them here, right? And and doing that. So that's that's and you she know charges me very little, and then I bring her a bottle of vodka at Christmas. So. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so uh, so that's that. Um, so this week, instead of an interview, we just did letters. Um, yes. Please feel free to comment on the blog at productivityalchemy.com uh, or drop me a note, Kevin at sunny s o n n e y dot com. Um, so quick break. And again, someday we will have a musical interlude here, just not yet. I could, I could beatbox. That's that's. Please don't. Dun dun dun. We'll, we'll work on a real musical cue. Oh, you wouldn't let me beatbox, and then you dun dun dun. I see how it is, sweetie. Yeah. I love you very much. What did your mother say about your singing? <laughs> okay, move on. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully with an interview. Uh, the open badge code for this week's episode is printer hate, all caps, printer hate, no space. Um, inspired by our letter and my inspired, by yes, uh, by our letters. Uh, again, I want to thank uh, Jared for their comments, uh, Jen, Joe, Alyssa, and Lydian for their letters um you can comment on episodes at productivityalchemy.com you can email me kevin at sunny s-o-n-n-e-y dot com uh we've got uh i've got my first review a uh, good one on itunes um Yay. And yes, uh, and, and and people took away all of the the they, business cards. I should I should have left more at the table apparently, yes. but um, there were uh, business cards with a special badge code on it that you could only get from the business card um, with the special I met Kevin badge, or you know it's actually I met Kevin, Peren and or Ursula. Um, <laughs> so um, you know if you you get a chance to see us at uh, at one of the upcoming events. Uh, Worldcon or Bubonicon in New Mexico. Um, I think I'll be at Mag Labs in September, and then there's the Windycon. Windycon, Windycon in November. Um, ask for the card, and uh, uh, to and you too can have the the badge that says I met Kevin and or Ursula. Um, I just want to say. Yeah, I am really smug about the design on the oh the, cards. The, the the design on the cards is the same as the as the website and the. Um, and the uh, the art uh, the cover art that you see in in iTunes and and Google Music and uh, I'm on um, uh, I've got us got I'm saying us but I, I've got the podcast on uh, TuneIn Radio now so you can even say to your Amazon device to hold on let me kill the microphone before I do this so you can actually say to play Productivity Alchemy from uh, TuneIn. And they will, br- and it will bring up the latest episode for you, which I think is a really cool. Um, I I heard him saying, "That's so beautiful," or maybe "You're beautiful," in the other room, and I was like, "Oh, thank you." And he's like, "I, I was talking to Alexa." Yeah, um, it was awkward. It was a little. It was a little, but <laughs> but it was really cool at the same time. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Thank you to everyone who came up and said hi at Anthrocon. Um, I love meeting everyone when we're out and about, and I'm really glad that you're uh, finding this helpful or have your own reasons to email me and rant back at me. So that's that's pretty good. Um, and that's it for this week. So we will see you next week with a real interview. We'll talk more about Ursula and goals. Um <laughs> And uh, maybe even a couple more letters as we go on. I might even be able to find music by then, so we'll see. Um, Fancy. Fancy, fancy. All right, so we'll see you next time.